0: this episode, I sit down with Lola Priego to talk about why measurement matters in your personal development. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life my name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I'm sitting down with a new friend of mine, uh, Lola Priego. She's the founder of Base, which you can find at get-bass.com. But hold up because I've got a, a little deal for you, so you're going to want to stick around for a second here. We're going to be talking about measurement and why it matters so much when it comes to our personal Development. I've talked about this before on the show. I truly believe that if you aren't sure where to start in your journey, whether that's uh, in your health journey, your finance journey, your relationship, whatever area you want to focus on, if you aren't sure where to start, the best thing to do is measure where you are right now. If you get an actual understanding of where you are, what's going on for you, then you can make a plan based around that rather than just trying a bunch of things blindly, never really knowing if it's working or not, never having a baseline to understand what is actually happening with your body, with your your finances, with whatever it is. And that is exactly what Lola's company Base does. They allow people to get a baseline for things like diet, sleep, energy levels, stress, fatigue, all of these areas that have such a massive effect on our day-to-day lives. They allow us to get a baseline to start measuring and stop guessing what's going on so i'm super excited to be speaking with lola today we're going to be talking about why measurement matters so much so much so that she actually gave up a very lucrative career to start this company and try to make uh, measurement and and understanding what's going on with our body accessible to more people. It's really an amazing story and I can't wait to share it with you. So Lola is the founder and CEO of Base, the first health tracker that uses a data science app paired with at-home testing to help people feel better. Prior to founding Base, Lola was a software engineer at Amazon, Facebook, and Instagram, where she was focused on improving network performance. She later went on to be the head of engineering at a Khosla-backed startup within the lab industry space. Through her own personal health journey, Lola realized that a major discrepancy in the healthcare system is the lack of access to data around one's health. She founded BASE as a way to help people understand why they are feeling off with a data-driven approach. BASE helps those users that can't sleep, are fatigued, brain fogged, or are looking for the optimal personalized diet originally from spain lola studied medicine for a year before transferring to engineering at the technical university of madrid she then came to the united states to study at the illinois institute of technology and received her master's degree in computer science and artificial intelligence in her free time lola started a project through the organization more than me where she goes to liberia and teaches girls to code with tablets that she uniquely designed to work offline so as you can tell she's kind of a big deal she's kind of amazing and I'm super excited to introduce you to Lola Priego. However, before we jump into it, one last thing here. How would you like 20% off your first month subscription to Base? I've worked out a deal for you. All you have to do is head over to get com slash tiny leaps and enter the coupon code tiny leaps and you get 20% off your first month subscription. So I'm going to tell you about that again once I'm done with the conversation. But for now, just check the link in the description if you want to take advantage of that. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Lola Priego. Lola, how are you? I am
1: great. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. This is this is a uh, this is a pleasure. Um, I'm super excited for this conversation, but I'm also excited to be partnering with with your company base. Could you, I guess, start by just giving us a little bit of the background on the company and the problem that you're trying to solve?
1: Certainly. Um, so the problem that we are trying to solve is, uh, when something is off with your body, uh, but you don't know what is going on. So, you know, you cannot sleep, you feel bloated after you eat, um, you, your brain fog, you're tired all of the time, and you are left wondering what's going on. How can I fix this? That's, uh, where base comes in. We've created a new product, a new method, where we pair traditional science, which means uh, blood testing plans, um, with data science, which means it's uh, we pair that with the smart app that guides you through our testing plans, as I mentioned, to help you discover the problems, fix the problems, and monitor the problems, such as they don't happen again.
0: So it's kind of, it's like measurement, but all the guesswork sort of taken out. Is that accurate?
1: Exactly. So what we do is to partner up with labs to, you know, um, allow users once they sign up, um, to get specific tests, to investigate what's going on, right? Like what hormone levels, what vitamin levels, what's actually causing that symptom or that feeling or that non-optimal, um, thing that you're trying to solve with your diet, with your sleep, with your stress, uh, from there, uh, we get results and we understand what's going on in, in your body with, with that medical and science component. But instead of you having to go to a doctor office or, you know, trying to figure out how to do these, we take care of all of these with data science. Um, and we have a team of functional medicine doctors and nutritionists that also supervise the app that is telling you exactly what to eat, what supplements to take, or what routines to follow once we get those results in order to feel better. Now, what we do as well, it's, um, let's imagine, I'm not sure, Greg, if you have any, you've ever had a specific issue with your stress or your sleep or your diet.
0: I am I, absolutely not able to fall asleep pretty much any night ever.
1: So this is a great example to go right in. Uh, What we typically do for the people that cannot sleep is uh, we start by looking into their circadian rhythm that that's how they produce melatonin throughout the day and throughout the night. Uh, We do this with the saliva sample that you can do at home. You collect it similar to how you collect 23andMe for those who have done it. You get a kit home, you spit into a tube three times a day. you send that back to a lab, and basically three to five days later, you get a notification on your app that your results have arrived. What we will be uh, looking into your results, Greg, would be: Hey, actually, you are not producing enough melatonin, or something is broken with your circadian rhythm; is it's, it's uh, you know shifted. Uh, from there, we typically put you into an improvement plan, and we tell you like the specific things that you should be doing in order to. Um, improve those levels and just make sure that we regulate that hormone that actually controls your sleep. Uh, We look into other factors too, like your recovery for your sleep, your stress that also affects how you're sleeping and your inflammation levels, amongst other things as you're continuing uh, on your plan.
0: See, this is fascinating to me because things like sleep, energy levels, stress levels, I like I can sit here on this show and tell people, hey, if you want to uh, save more money, you can track your expenses and write it all down. If you want to uh, burn a few extra pounds, you can track what you're eating. But like, how did you think, I guess, to, like how did you know that by taking a blood sample, by taking a saliva sample, you're able to actually get data on things that feel so uh, intangible?
1: That's a great question. I didn't know. I just happened to run into it. Uh, And before I get into that story, I always say that data without context or uh, without being useful and actionable is noise. So for example, for sleep, I've also experienced that problem. And I've certainly had sleep trackers in the past. But it was just not what I needed, uh, and that data was just noise to me because it was not telling me where the problem was. Um, so I always say, careful with what you track. Just make sure that you're tracking the, the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, the you know how I put two and two together with blood testing in traditional science was, uh, you know, I, I was experiencing fatigue and brain fog. Um, and day after day, I would get to work and at 3 p.m. it would start. Uh, I would not feel great. I, I had to power through the day. And what you do at that time is just to go to Dr. Google. I'm feeling fatigue, or, you know, my head feels foggy, how to cure brain fog, all of those things. And what I found was tons of blog posts about the million, you know, the five things to battle brain fog. And did and just see all of these things that are conflicting with each other. And for me, it was like, okay, what's the one thing or two things that I should be doing to, uh, to improve this long story short, I landed on the keto diet. This was early 2017 and I tried the keto diet, which was, um, interesting. It went really, really well for the first three months. A month four, I started feeling off again. Um, And I was like, what's what's going on? I don't understand anything. Um, And eventually, because I did go to med school for one year uh, before I transitioned into engineering, I, you know, I started talking to my colleagues back, back at med school. And it was clear to me that I needed to go to the endocrinologist to check out what was going on. Mm. Long story short, fast forward, another month and a half later, I got lab test results done and I found three important things. One, that my LDL, uh, my cholesterol, had skyrocketed because of the keto diet because I was not eating the right fats. Oh, so my true. cholesterol went all the way up. Even though I'm, I'm really healthy, this is not something that it's a family issue nor anything. Second, uh, that my thyroid my hormone, uh, my thyroid got altered because of the keto diet. This is something that the community learned later on that for women, it doesn't work as well as for men, specifically in the long-term. And mm. the third thing that this was the, the, just to top it off, the reason why I was brain fogged and fatigued was because I was severely deficient on vitamin B12 and folate, um, also on vitamin D. Um, and to me it was like well, I just spent six months uh, as motivated as I could be. I had the background on medical, uh, a medical background, right? I went to med school for one year. I had a background on engineering, so talk about metrics metrics and tracking, and it still took me six months to figure out what was going on despite being hyper motivated mm. um, and to to start, you know, uh, having any any type of guidance on how to fix the issue from there. So for me, that was the moment, the aha moment, right? Like when the light bulb goes off and you say like, okay, why this doesn't exist today out there? And of course, I don't know if you, uh, have you ever heard of uh, functional medicine, uh, like yeah. functional medicine doctors like Mark Hyman and, and the new clinics like Parsley Health and, and so forth? Mm-hmm. For me, functional medicine was super, super interesting, but I saw two things that I was not convinced by. One, the price point. (laughs) I am from Spain originally, and to me, seeing that price point was really scary. I'm like, why do I have to pay $300 for this person (laughs) to spend 45 minutes with me? $300 is a lot. It's not covered by insurance either. And on the other hand, for me, functional medicine uh, was still lacking something that healthcare lacks um, of today—that is, data. Uh, at the end of the day, we have these clinical trials um, that we are doing on, you know, on other teams, other parts of science. They are doing clinical trials to really understand the effects of certain diets on people's bodies. Um, what's actually, you know, what's true, what's not true, and so forth. And for me, a functional medicine doctor uh, still has to go out there and, you know, read, study as these things are coming up to make sure to incorporate it to their practice. My point of view was... Why don't we make sure that we learn about all of these things collectively as we are learning how people are reacting to a keto diet, to intermittent fasting, uh, to certain routines and different profiles, because there's not a one size fit all. And then we are Mm -hmm. able to surface this back, of course, with the supervision of functional medicine doctors and nutritionists back to people, such as now... Um, if going back to that example of sleeping and melatonin, um, if your melatonin is low, right, and someone that is similar to you has low melatonin, we know exactly what's the dosage of what supplements in order that you should be taking in order to fix that problem.
0: So something that that you said, um, I think, really summarizes that kind of perfectly uh, uh, data without context. Is, is not only useless, but kind of dangerous in, in a lot of ways. And it, that's very similar to something I say on the show a lot, that personal development uh, is is personal. There there are so many blanket pieces of advice that you can give. There's a thousand five-step articles out there, but at the end of the day, you have to figure out where you're at and, and what matters to you and and. Uh, what your body needs in order to actually create the kind of results you're looking for. And I understand now how you sort of got into this, but I guess I'm curious about you a little bit because I I looked into a a little bit of your background and you had what many people would consider a dream job. Like you were a senior engineer at massive, massive companies, Facebook, Instagram, Amazon. Um, You, you really accomplished a lot and you found this problem and decided, you know what, I'm going to leave that and start this company to try and solve this problem. I, I guess what I'm wondering is, like, why was it when you finally figured it out for yourself? Why didn't you just take that and decide, OK, I got it. I'm, I'm, I know what to do now. Like, why did it feel like I have to help other people do this, too? <laughs>
1: Um, that's a really good question. And, you know, I ask this uh, to myself every day, <laughs> like, <laughs> because these jobs are insanely paid, uh, typically software engineers, uh, as they become senior, they typically make in between 400 and 600 K a year. Yes, uh, incredible. and, and now I'm like, you know, like eating like uh, ramen noodles, as they say, as they joke around, uh, when you become a founder, <laughs> but I think that for me, It it was just my calling, right? Um, I felt like there was an opportunity to change this, Um, not only to change this, I think that we want to start by changing and empowering people to understand what's going on, uh, to also have better monitoring for their preventative health. Um, Something that BASE also, you know, covers is if you have certain conditions, we help you monitor your cholesterol, your vitamins, your hormones in a way that you can keep an eye on those. And you don't have to end up, you know, at the doctor office with mm-hmm. a more serious problem down the line. And I think that for me, it was more like, well, first of all, it was now or never, I think it was 27, 28, uh, when I quit, tech to go into this lab industry journey. I also started by leading engineering, uh, by being the head of engineer at the medical device where I learned everything in relation to the, you know, how the lab industry works and how the science scientific community works. And on the other hand, for me, as you said, um, I started to put two and two together, um, as I was working at Instagram at the time. And I was the kind of person that I was telling my teammates, you know, every time someone would bring donuts home, um, not home to the office, I was always reminding people like, Hey, you know, we're in the middle of the workday. If you eat this donut, you're going to crash in two hours or like in one hour. Um, and I, basically you were no fun. Yeah. And exactly. I actually later on, don't don't worry, because I still, I'm still the kind of person that even though, um, I would advocate for people being healthy to your point. I also think that you just got to cheat. We're humans. Mm -hmm. Uh, you need to have that flexibility and that allowance to, to know what's okay. And to what extent, Which for me, base is also that tool that I use to know when I'm eating too much ice cream and it's Mm -hmm. time to quit my my ice cream habits. Long story short for me, which is, as I said, it was a a call. It was my calling. Um, Maybe that's why I also started med school Um, and I felt so passionate about this, this thing and and disrupting healthcare that it was truly a no brainer. Um, I knew exactly when the idea came to mind I knew exactly that that was what I was going to do. And it was time to quit my job and go into this adventure. Uh, to me, I'm like, you know, I'm, I get to points to certain points where, I truly would dedicate all of my free time and all of my time and my energy to this project because I truly believe that it can change things uh, for people, uh, for society. It's truly you know it's, it's going to be a game changer the moment that we as humans, we have accessible and affordable access to our body's data and not the data of you know steps, your, you know, HRV and other type of metrics, I'm, um, I mean, blood data, uh, which of course, you know, we have the whole story about Theranos and what they did, um, and that being a fraud, but even though that was, you know, it would say a dark moment of the industry, um, I truly remain hopeful on how these things will evolve and as not having to, you know, wonder again, what's going on, why I cannot lose weight. Why am I tired? Why my workout sucked today? Uh, when, you know, when do I need to go to the doctor what's my risk to having Alzheimer's to having cancer? When shall I be going to the doctor and all of those things.
0: Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Theranos. Um, Something I'm curious about is like this idea of having access to your body's data. It feels like sort of the holy grail, right? If you're trying to make real concrete changes in your health in in that and then that having massive effects in other areas, if you improve your sleep, you're going to be more productive. If you have higher energy levels, you're going to be able to uh, get to the gym more often or or, like it, it cascades down, right? Um, And just something as simple as having accurate data about what your body needs, when it needs it, could do all of that. I'm curious about the the consumer side of that. Like, are people – have you found – that people are sort of ready for that? And if so, what kind of person? Because there's always going to be like the Tim Ferriss type people of the world who are super into experimentation and gathering as much data as possible. But what about average Joe? Like, is, is that person really ready to stab their finger once a month and and look at their data and then actually create changes as a result of that?
1: That's a good question. In um, this side note, we also partner up with Quest for those people who are averse of a finger prick, so mm-hmm. they can directly go into a Quest Diagnostics. Um, but That's to good. answer your question, it's funny. Today, I was doing uh, a little bit of data science work to see thus far what's the age of our member um, of our member group, and I found that we have. a good good amount of users above 50 and even above 60 years old, which to me was pretty surprising. Um, And I think that what we are finding is that this is not a product for biohackers. Granted that we think that biohacking is that place where you uh, typically end up when you found yourself that there was no other solution. I also <laughs> went the biohacking route, you know, when I was feeling this desperate, right. um, I I didn't want to take a thousand supplements a day or I like take cold showers. Yeah, like I, I was not into that. I was just like hopeless and desperate and didn't know what to do in order to, you know, have energy to do the things that I wanted to do. So, I think that what we are seeing is a lot of users that they are finally feeling hope when the when they see products like Base, um, and I'm not, probably this hope is coming from the fact that they you know they feel uh, they basically trust us when they see our story around continuous testing uh, that being paired with the smart app to help you know tell you exactly what's the thing that you should be doing and not telling you the 100 million things that you should be doing, uh, given that it's not a one size fits all. And it's just, uh, yeah, a lot of users that are not necessarily biohackers or, you know, super tech savvy or the the team fairies of the world. There is a lot of, you know, like I'm a, 50 year old mom and I don't have energy anymore. What do I do? There's a lot of young parents which, you know, their life recently changed and they are like, okay, how do I take care of my sleep back again? How do I sleep back again? Um, There's a lot of, of course, fitness trainers uh, and people that work out as that could be more, you know, intuitive to or or predictive uh, that come to us because they want to optimize their workouts. But there's also a lot of people that they want to lose weight Mm. um, and they're not into biohacking, but they see, you know, this approach of looking into your hormones and your nutrients to understand why you are not losing those extra pounds uh, as well.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's kind of like you said, people end up in the biohacking world because they're looking for an answer and there's nothing there. And and base is trying to become that answer before you end up in the biohacking world.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: I love that. Uh, so let's let's talk motivation because that's a, a huge problem in personal development in, in creating any sort of change in your life and, and solving any issues that you're running into. Uh, a, a few months ago, I I went on a I guess not a few months ago now. It's about a year ago now. I went on a weight loss journey. Um, scale was a little bit higher than it had ever been in my life. And and I wasn't super happy with that. And my answer was, I didn't, I am not a nutritionist. I didn't have the cash to hire a nutritionist, but I didn't know what my body needed. So I decided I'm going to very slowly change my diet every day and weigh myself every single day and see what the numbers do in response to certain foods and then start to cut out based on that. Um, and that's, one, not something I recommend people do. It did work, but it left me some days feeling so depressed and demotivated because it felt like I'm working so hard and nothing is changing. Um, and, and really, it wasn't changing because there just wasn't enough time put in or there was one thing I was doing that was off or, or whatever it was. How... When, when we get into measurement and, and taking data and actually looking at the numbers, sometimes we're not going to like what we see. How do we stay motivated to, to keep pushing and, and know that we're doing the right things when we don't like the results we're getting?
1: I think that um, there are two sides of the coin here, believe it or not, when people actually see those bad numbers, that vitamin level that is fully off, that hormone, that it's in balance, um, that nutrient that is not right. They don't feel demotivated the other way around. They feel validated and they finally mm. have that hope and that motivation because finally they have this one thing that they need to be working on. Finally, they know where to put the, their energy on, um, It's funny because I would say that the only cases where we've seen people frustrated and the team had to work really, really hard, it's when someone comes around and they say, or like comes to us and they say, Hey, I cannot sleep. Um, And then we do a full panel and we look into several biomarkers and and stuff and nothing comes up. And that's when the team really needs to work hard. Uh, We need to bring on the the full science team to figure out why this person cannot sleep after, you know, looking into all of these markers. And that's when, um, you know, we could find someone that starts to lose motivation Mm. on the, on the flip side it's funny because once you know what's broken, that's the first step to fix something, right? Like know exactly what you should be working on. And that's when we see people uh, regaining that motivation. Now, granted, there is this psychology component to with right. this. Once we find what's broken with you, now we tell you that we don't tell you the 20 million things that you should be doing. We tell you the four things that you should be doing. Uh, sometimes you don't even need to do four of them. You can just do one or two at a time. Now you are retesting that thing, that, that vitamin, that hormone, that it's not balanced, that it's off every month until we get you to a percentage, 80% optimal score. We have scores just to, you know, make things more easy, like easier to understand for our users. That being said, people stay highly motivated because one, they know that there's a next, te- you know, a, a new test coming in 20 days, 30 days. Um, B they know exactly what's the, you know, the two, three, four things that they should be doing. Uh, it's not about perfection. It's about moving the needle on the, ne- on the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you said, like it's about small changes, if we are trying someone to change everything from head to toe on one day, that's just not going to work. We are humans at the end of the day, as we said, um, and that's the program that we found that has the most success because it's you know it's easier on the user side. It's, it's easier to understand. We're working towards one problem at a time, not multiple problems at a time. We stay focused. And again, because it's not a one size fits all. If a given supplement is not working for you, if a given diet is not working for you, you're not going to spend months on that track uh, not getting results. You're going to know right away, 20 days after, 30 days after you get your next test, you're going to find out that that thing is not working for you. and We're going to give you a new recommendation.
0: So. It's almost like like I was starting to get demotivated because at the end of the day, I was still stabbing in the dark, I guess I was trying to get that data, but I was doing so much work just to collect the data and then still not being 100 percent sure, whereas with something like base, you're able to just see it and and know, okay this is the one thing I should focus on for the next month. and, And then the next test, this is what I should focus on after that.
1: Exactly. So it's just very manageable, um, you know, on on the side of the user. I think that going back to the analogy for biohackers Mm -hmm. and what led me to start base was that when I was feeling fatigued and brain fogged, I went, you know, to Dr. Google and I found 10 million things that I could be doing. And that's when you become demotivated because then you lose hope because if truly something would work, You would just find, you would just find the one thing that you should be doing today to lose weight, but there's no one thing, right? It's just not a one size fits all. And again, you feel demotivated, overwhelmed, you don't know where to start. And that's just not a way like to stay, you know, motivated to do things and to fix uh, whatever you want to fix.
0: I love that. Um, You're in a really, really interesting position. Uh, Because, like you said, you're you've created a product and and an overall sort of service that allows your customers to to buy this thing, take their test and know exactly what to do next, what what they should focus on, at least for the next month. Uh, And it sounds like and correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like there's uh, with with the different medical professionals that you're partnered with, like sounds like there's a support system in place. Um, so it's not just, oh, I'm relying on this app. It's like, there's real people behind it telling me, Hey, you should focus here. Um, but one thing I've noticed with, with this show over the last five years, and even in my own behavior, is that knowing what to do isn't always enough to do it. I I guess I'm curious, how long do you, like, how long have you seen it takes on average for someone to get the data and then actually start consistently, like, Integrating that th- those actions.
1: I mean, we see people that get on it right away. There's, I totally agree with you. It's not only about information; it's about you know someone holding you accountable for these things, and that's why having a next test for base once we get you into the improvement plan is key. Um, Basically, it's just, you, know, you know that you have to study and learn certain things, but when you have a test, sure thing you're going to study right before your test. Um, so that type of that testing and that testing cycle and loop helps a lot. Uh, we also try to get you to improve within three, three months. Uh, sometimes it takes up to six. It depends on the person uh, and it depends on, on the magnitude of the issue. But we typically see people responding really, really well to these, you know, um, test, monthly test cycle in order to improve. Which, by the way, the monitoring, we only test people once a quarter and they can adjust the frequency. But the improvement Mm -hmm. plan is once a month and you cannot change that. Um, Now, I will say that sometimes life life happens and you fall off the wagon. Mm -hmm. For that, we have this skip this months, uh, test thing for me personally, again, I, I guess I'm a type A personality, but sometimes I'm type B (laughs) just sometimes I just, you know, I, am focused on different things and life happens. And sometimes, you know, you, you are going through certain things in in life and, you know, sometimes COVID happens, uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know, you lose your job, you gain a a new job, you have to move, you start a new relationship, you end a previous relationship. So long story short, life happens. And I think that also no matter what, having the flexibility and whoever is holding you accountable, having that flexibility and being nice enough, such as you can come back no matter how far you went off the deep end, you can always gain, you know, Basically, make a comeback. You can always work from whatever you want to be Mm -hmm. healthy, to feel, you know, feel better again. And we will start from or resume from whatever you're at today. That's also important for us because personally, that's something that I've experienced myself. And I don't know if this happened to you uh, before, but, you know, you are healthy, you are healthy. And sometimes life happens and then you stop doing those healthy routines.
0: Oh, all the time um yeah and and i think that that's such a a, a perfect way to sort of wrap up here and, and tie this up with a ribbon because like you said life happens uh, at the end of the day having data measuring and, and getting the the real information of where you need to focus being able to to cut it down to the things that actually matter so that you can improve your chances of, of actually following through all of that helps all of that is valuable and and all of that is is important um but we're all human beings and sometimes uh, a global pandemic happens or sometimes there's a, a riot in the capital like things happen in the world that distract us and and we need to give ourselves the space to get back at it uh, in whatever timeline we need to to work with so i'm, I'm really glad to hear you you say that uh, lola tell us where we can connect with you. Uh, tell us where we can learn more about base. And and after we wrap up the the conversation here, uh, make sure you guys hang out because I've actually got a special offer with base that I'm going to be letting you know about. But yeah, tell us, tell us how we can connect with you and, and how we can learn more about base.
1: Sure, you can, anyone can connect with me on Twitter. I am uh, Lola Priego on Twitter and I'm, pretty active. I, I would say that I spend my good 30 minutes on Twitter a day. Um, additionally, for GetBase, you can find us on Instagram, get underscore base, or on our webpage get-base.com. Uh, funny enough, you can also find me on customer service for base. This is one of my personal choices is to make it to take care of customers and to read tickets and to answer the tickets that I see coming through. So even if you reach us uh, through our customer service, you may end up talking to me. I also love to do user research sessions with people to understand What are they struggling with today, Uh, you know, from symptoms to problems to even motivation, uh, as you touch upon? I love the psychology behind uh, behavior and and behavior changes and and motivation. So um, you can always (laughs) send me a DM on Twitter or uh, find me on customer service. And I would love to chat with anyone who is up for the challenge. I
0: love it. And all of those links will be in the description of this episode like I said make sure you hang out I do have a special offer with base because I really do recommend that you at the very least give it a shot where you really have to lose and you know how important I think getting real data on on what's going on is Lola I want to thank you again for being here this was such a cool conversation and I feel like I'm, I'm meeting someone right before they blow up super super big so I, I'm 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 proud to have, have been able to host you on the show today.
1: Thank you so much.
0: So that was my conversation with Lola Priego. I want to thank her again for being here, for sharing her wisdom and her experience with us, for helping us better understand why tracking matters so much, why measurement matters so much. It was such a cool conversation. And I want to hear from you. What did you take away from this? If you have an Instagram account, if you have a Twitter account, find the podcast at Tiny Leaps and let me know. What did you take away from this? What did you learn that you can act on from this conversation? I'd love to hear that. Now, if you enjoyed what Lola had to say, you're going to love what her company allows you to do. So to get 20% off your first month of a base subscription where you can start measuring, stop guessing, and finally figure out how to take advantage of your body's unique situation, to create the changes you're looking for. Head over to get-base.com slash tinyleaps and use the coupon code Leaps today to get 20% off your first month. That's get-base.com slash tinyleaps, coupon code Leaps. And of course, the links to this are in the description of this episode, so I highly encourage you to check it out at get-base.com slash tinyleaps, coupon code Leaps. I've been Greg Clunis. Thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you for spending your time with me. It means more than you could possibly ever know and as always remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day